Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, on this absolutely spectacular day here in old New Orleans. Hope you're enjoying the great weather and I hope you're getting ready to enjoy a great night of sports here in the city. Uh, Again, just one of those magical times where things kind of uh, collide together. And uh, we've got uh, Pell's Suns, an elimination game for the Pell's tonight in the Smoothie King Center, game six. Uh, You've got the the Suns leading that series three to two. Of course, um, you've got the New Orleans Saints on the clock at 16 and 19, probably about 8.30 or so tonight. Uh, They'll be around their picks 
Uh, that'll be about the time maybe, again, the Pels game is ending. So we'll see how that kind of plays out. Again, um, uh, got to be a cornerstone draft for this team. You know, when you when you trade out of your first pick uh, in next year and you give up a second-round pick the following year, when you give up the tra- the um, uh, the draft capital that you've given up to, again, to move into that position where you're right in the middle of the draft, uh, this is one of those cornerstone drafts. You have to come out of this draft with, again, plug-and-play players, uh, especially at positions of need. And uh, this is critical for, again, the post-Braze, post-Payton era uh, on, again, the direction this team is going to go. So this is a huge night here in New Orleans, huge night on Airline Drive for both of the franchises that are domiciled there. there. And, of course, huge uh, for the fans here in the city and across the, uh, the, the country and across the world who, again, are, are New Orleans fans, whether against Pelican fans, Saints fans, or both. So uh, a lot to talk about. We're going to break it down for you today. Of course, you're listening to... 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. I have the privilege of taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Thanks so much for being there. Uh, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram, or our social media platforms. Here you can listen to us on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app. Those are digital platforms. Nash FM 106.1 and EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. Just a, a spectacular show today with Roe Brown, legendary sportscaster, legendary sports uh, reporter and, and, and uh, sports journalist here in our town on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Look, I know it's going to be tough tonight, right? Um, 6 o'clock on LAE, 10 o'clock on the Deuce. Friday night, 9 o'clock on Pelican, 10 o'clock on LAE, 2 a.m. on the Deuce every Saturday morning, every Saturday afternoon at Pelican Sports Television. Uh, set the DVR. Watch it at your leisure. Uh, it's worth it. Uh, Roe is just, again, a, a charismatic individual who has uh, seen a lot of things here in New Orleans in terms of sports. Um, he's a, a gentleman and uh, just a great all-around guy. Opened up a lot of doors for a lot of people, myself included, in this business. And uh, uh, it was just a pleasure to have him back on the program. So, again, check that out at your leisure. And, of course, it will be on our social media platforms at some point this evening. Uh, on the program today, Ed Daniels is going to join us in about four minutes uh, from the WGNO Channel 26 Sports. He'll be followed by Gary Smith, who will be talking UNO uh, and Tulane. Uh, that will be followed by Glenn Gill. But we'll touch on LSU spring game. We're really going to concentrate on the draft and also the Pelicans with Glenn Gilbo. That will happen at 515. And today's program is brought to you by my good friends, over at the Oceana Family of Restaurant. The Bader Brothers have, again, been a longtime sponsor of this program, and uh, they have been an asset to our city. I mean, I say it all the time. You know, going in, taking over restaurants that, uh, uh, that, that, that are failing, uh, buildings that are empty, renovating those buildings, putting them back into commerce, and, again, coming out again with spectacular restaurants around the city. They, they, they are involved in so many different uh, parts of the hospitality industry in this town, and they do it silently. Okay, they're the kind of guys that, again, that are behind the scenes. They don't want to be out in front. Uh, but, again, they're putting on a quality product each and every, in each and every uh, venue that they're involved in. Um, and, of course, it's the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, uh, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, of course, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. All of those, um, all those uh, uh, restaurants are, are there for you uh, to be able to go out and enjoy a great meal. All are open late. And, of course, don't forget about Old New Orleans Cookery, uh, 205 Bourbon Street. Open seven days a week. And when I say lunch and dinner, yeah, lunch and dinner, but open very late for you. Only one, two in the morning. Uh, two Bourbon Street balconies for with adjoining private rooms to dine or have your next event. Also, don't forget Cajun Creole Cuisine at its finest. Uh, a fantastic uh, lineup of cocktails for you. Uh, some of the great mixologists in the, in the city are employed by the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Odawan's Cookery is, is no different. Uh, and then, of course, you look at the uh, the, the situation with uh, uh, the, the dining. You can dine uh, at uh, downstairs, have these beautiful picture windows. 
windows that overlook Bourbon Street. They've got an authentic French Quarter courtyard toward the back of the restaurant. Beautiful by day, spectacular by night. Cocktails there. Maybe grab a, uh, you know, a, a meal. And then, as I mentioned, the two Bourbon Street balconies with the adjoining private rooms or to dine in or to have your next event. It's a great place for, again, family, friends, uh, wonderful dining experience for anybody that takes a chance and uh, has an opportunity to go into Old New Orleans Cookery. Also perfect for date night as well. Uh, to find out more, nolacookery.com. Uh, or, again, uh, you can check them out uh, uh, yourself by heading over to 205 Bourbon Street. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Uh, Rudy, do you have the 619 number for Ed? Rudy? You have the 619 number for Ed? Okay, let's take a quick break here. We'll come right back with Ed Daniels. You got Ed on the line now? Okay, well, I'll tell you what. Let's take a quick break here. We'll come right back. So, again, I don't have to break again. Uh, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. We'll be back with Ed Daniels of uh, Channel 26 Sports. 1061 Nash Icon wants you to imagine scoring 25K. What would you do with that money? Listen at the top of every hour between 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. for our national text keywords. For your shot at 100 bucks, you win $100, you're instantly qualified for 25K. It's the 25K payday, all from the New Orleans country giant. 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Need to hire? Need Indeed. Their hiring platform makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates in one place. Sponsor a job and immediately get a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Delays are heavy if you're traveling on 10 westbound from Elysian Fields to Canal. And delays pick back up on 10 westbound as delays are heavy from just past Bonneville, to the Bonnet Carey Spillway. Delays are heavy on 10 eastbound from just past the Bonnet Carey Spillway to before Bonneville, and delays pick back up 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. On the 610 on the westbound side, delays are solid from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge, and look out for delays if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway with delays stretching from Stumpf Boulevard to the Claiborne Earhart exit. Look out for delays if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. And in the meantime, look out for accidents on your surface streets, Carrollton Avenue at Nelson Drive and also Carrollton Avenue near Palmetto. And in the meantime, look out for an accident that's blocking the right lane on your interstates 10 westbound at Williams. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Bradner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. 
Sports Beat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sports Beat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sports Beat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Traffic. This wagon commute is killing me. You mind if I turn on your old radio? Oh, same three chants on every station. Throughout history, people have always hated to commute. Search work from home jobs at monster.com or download the app. Back to Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Don't forget, again, uh, today's program brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Old New Orleans Cookery, Mambo's, and, of course, the Hideout Bar, all part of the Oceana family of restaurants. All right, Ed Daniels is with us, sports director at Channel 26 Sports, WGNO-TV. Ed, how are you today, bud? Um, going crazy? No, I'm doing fine. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great, Ed. Thanks for your time today. I know it's a busy day. I appreciate your, yeah, your time a on a on a day where, again, there's a lot going on here in the city. Let's start with the Pelicans. Tip off 630 tonight at the Smoothie King Center. Elimination game for the Pels as the Suns lead 3-2. to two. And um, there was some talk that Booker would be playing. It doesn't look like Booker's playing tonight. But if they mm-hmm. do go to a Game 7, there's a possibility that he will play to a, in a Game 7. Uh, and it looks like, again, they're trying to hold him out until the next series if they can advance. Uh, talk a bit about this series, and let's talk about tonight what it's going to take for the Pels to make this a seven-game series. Well, I, I just think uh, you know they they uh, they have to play well. I mean, you know they they play poorly. They um, they don't shoot the ball well. They'll they won't win if they play pretty good. I think they've got a they've got a great chance to stretch it out to seven. I did think it's interesting though that if you look at the at the history of these series, the team that wins. Uh, game five in a seven-game series uh, wins more than 80% of the time. So, um, and, you know, um, the line is what you might expect. It's the same line as it was in game four, three or four, Phoenix minus two. Right. So total on the game is 214 and a half. And, uh, you know, it's it's one NBA game. I think what happened the other night, though, I I'm not discouraged, Eric. I'm actually encouraged because mm-hmm. I thought Phoenix played pretty well. And the Pelicans still had a chance in that game. And I don't yep. think they played well at all. So, <clears throat> look, I know that um, there are some, some people who are a little little unnerved on the other side because this is a hot team. 
a young mm-hmm. team. And, um, you know, and I, I definitely think they can win tonight. I think they can win the series. It's going to be hard to win a game seven on somebody else's court. But, um, you know, uh, I think they've got a decent shot tonight. Frankly, nothing would surprise me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, I mean, when, when the line's two, okay, right? when the line's two, Vegas is telling you to do it. They don't know where it's going either. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll be honest with you, when, when you look at the Pels and you look at how they've been playing, if they come out in the first quarter with intensity, physicality in, the, in, in, in game five, uh, they're in a situation where they played, they played the Suns even the rest of the game. Uh, right. And you know yeah. they've given the Suns everything they can handle at this point, and and it just was yeah. a matter. I, I mean, I don't, I don't. I'm, they're still a young team to me. It's like lesson learned, right? Uh, for a team that again doesn't hasn't had really any playoff experience. That again, you got to come out and double down on that intensity when 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 you as you move forward in in these uh, in these series. And sure. hopefully, again, they learn that lesson from the last game yeah. and they come oh. out and with that intensity early. Yeah. Well, the one thing they don't have is that you know they don't have the experience part of it working for them in in some respects because they have they have a young team but i think the the trade in midseason when they got larry nance and they got uh cj mccollum has, has helped uh tremendously and you know yes. what look um but you know is is it going to be tough yeah uh can they win this game sure i think they can win this game mm-hmm. um you know i just it's it's just gonna it's one of those things where if you if you if you play poorly uh, you probably can't beat this team. You got to play well, and um, that's where we are. Talk about the, the just the transformation of this of this franchise with well, Willie I Green mean, at the helm. Well, I think it, you know it all happened in the last uh, in the last uh, you know two three weeks. I mean, they got hot, and all of a sudden they uh, they uh, you know they made a little bit of a run. Um, you know, I I think the best thing that happened in the regular season was to watch the Lakers fall apart. I enjoyed mm-hmm. that tremendously. Yes, I did. Yeah, I thought that was absolutely sensational. That was one of the best things about this NBA season. But, you know, I think a couple of things have happened. I think not having Zion here has really helped Brandon Ingram because he's taken on more of a load offensively. He's become much more assertive, much more of a leader. And... um and in him driving the ball to the basket, I don't think you saw that in the past. Do you? At least not much of it. And uh, no, and and also facilitating as well. You're yeah, seeing a guy right. that's I mean, willing yeah. to be able to pass yeah. the ball. Well, his assist numbers have gone up, and one of the one of the reasons why is because he's drawing so much attention. And um, you know, I mean, I, I think that's been that's been really cool. But look, let's Willie Green has done a nice job. But let's look at what they did. Um, from a talent evaluation standpoint, I think you got to mm-hmm. give the front office a lot of credit. I would agree. You know, Valanciunas has been a tremendous pickup mm-hmm. because he gives you the offense that Stephen Adams did not. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, here's a guy who can who can shoot a top of the key three if you need it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's an excellent free throw shooter. He's good around the basket. He's a great rebounder, and uh, he had a tremendous year. You know, Trey Murphy is a first-round pick. They've been patient with him, and he's really come on and and, and helped them. Uh, Alvarado has been tremendous for them, as we know. Larry Nance has been a great pickup. And, of course, you know, the trade, once they got McCollum, then all of a sudden 
you know, they weren't in a situation where, okay, we would play for teams with teams for three quarters, but we didn't have enough offense to finish them off. I think you saw a team that was completely uh, different after that. And he's been tremendous. And, you know, a great veteran, great presence. Um, I just can't say enough about the guy, the way the yeah. way he conducts his business and handles himself. A pro's pro. Not only that, he's a hell of a player. So, I mean, he's – so when you look at – at what happened this year, you know, I think you've got to give Willie Green a lot of credit. But I also mm-hmm. think it is also fair to say that he has a lot better team on the floor than Stan Van Gundy did. I would say, yeah, I would agree with that. And, and But there's, I think there's also a buy-in uh, from the players that wasn't well, there yeah, with, I mean, with Stan I don't, Van Gundy. Yeah. No, I don't think there's any question about that. Right. And buy-in is great. Don't don't get yep. me wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's not, and I'm not diminishing what Willie Green has done with this club because, you know, I mean, his the way he handles himself rubs off on people. You know, I was getting my hair cut uh, today, um, mm-hmm. and um, someone in the shop was telling me, hey, you know, I really like this Pelicans coach. When did you hear that the last time you heard that? Monty and, Williams? You know, <laughs> yeah, and, 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 you know, it's just – and, uh, you know, people, I, I think the fans gravitate to the way he he goes about his business. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, it's a, you know, it's a situation where you've got a really good young coach that you can build a franchise around. So, yes. you know, and look, he's done a great job. Don't get me wrong. But Valanchunas, Nance, Alvarado, Murphy, McCollum, um, all of Jones. those guys – were not here last year, mm-hmm. and they've changed their roster dramatically. And I don't think that, uh, frankly, that David Griffin or uh, Trajan Langdon mm-hmm. uh, gets enough credit for what they've been able to do with this team. Remember, you know Zion doesn't play a minute, and they right. win more games this year. So mm-hmm. um, you know, look, they, they, they. The thing that I like, one way or the other, what happens in this series is they have a nice future. They have a really nice future. And if Zion can come on and, you know, get his act together and, and, and be a part of this group, then great. And if not, and if they have to trade him, well, I hope they get a colossal package. Mm-hmm. You know, I would say that right now, you know, I know the Lakers won a championship, but I really right. think the Pelicans won the Anthony Davis trade. Oh, I don't think there's any doubt at this point. I yeah. think everybody, I think most people would agree with that. And, and I think that, again, that that's why I think there's a comfort level here right now in the city where this is not a one-man team anymore, where everything revolves around one right. guy. Uh, and, and I think yeah. that if ultimately Zion doesn't buy in, if he doesn't to put the work in, in the offseason to expand his game, to keep his weight down, then, again, they can feel comfortable in going out and getting a package that can continue to be able to allow this, this, right. this franchise to grow. And you know, look. What, let's let's also remember this, because that that pick from the Lakers was top ten protected. They have the eighth pick right. in the draft. Oh, yeah. the, Pel- the Pelicans have a lottery pick too coming up. So well, there's and, a lot. And also the a, other pick, the other trades that that that. that um... Griffin made, again, with, again, trading the first-round pick three times. Uh, again, right. in a lot of cases, those second-round picks convert because, again, the first-round pick's not available. Look, every button that guy pushed this year has sure. turned into gold for him. Yeah. For a guy yeah. that in the beginning of the season, I think a lot of people felt, again, he was dead, dead vice president of basketball operations walking. He wouldn't be here in, in May. Well, I think there was a lot, of, a lot of negative blowback about the statements about Zion being ready. 
mm -hmm. a relatively short time that he was going to be. And, and, and the missteps right. from earlier seasons, too. I mean, right. two, three yeah. coaches in three years. You know, the, again, the uh, the bad deals that you did previously didn't work out with Bledsoe, et cetera. I think all that kind of came to roost. But I think he's quelled a lot of that, myself included. I was a guy that was a Griffin yeah. fan. And then, you know, when I saw what was happening, yeah. that was how this thing was imploding, obviously I went the other way. But, again, give them both a lot of credit. Uh, they salvaged the ship, and they did it in a big way. Right. And, you know, look, they uh, the the fact is the fact is that they have a lot better roster than they did a year ago. They mm -hmm. do. Yeah. And they've used the assets the right way. Uh, and and, and sure. that, that's helped. And look, they've got more. They got more left. It's, it's not over. You still got stuff from the um, still got assets from the L.A. LA trade. You still got assets from the Milwaukee Buck trade for, yeah. for Drew Holiday. So I mean, there's still know, more the to come. If the Pelicans hold hold on to the eighth pick this year and they make a selection there, and that player becomes a very good player, which is certainly oh. a possibility, Absolutely. or they use that that pick to package something else and get a a really 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 good veteran player, mm -hmm. then then you would have to. I mean, that trade has been a bonanza for the yep. franchise, no doubt. Uh, it's a game changer for him. I know. I know you got just a few more minutes left. I got a few as well. Let's switch to the Saints. Sixteen and nineteen tonight on the clock. I think everybody knows what they need. They need offensive tackle. They need a wide receiver. Uh, you know, they need a, a safety and, and and a running back in my mind. Some believe quarterback. I'm not on that bandwagon. What do you think you know, happens tonight? No, I'm not. I'm really not. I, I do think they're going to take a quarterback you, or, with a first round pick. Well, I don't know. I mean, I I, I don't know. But here's here's. Here's, here, I'm just reading the tea leaves, okay? okay? You know, just for the heck of it, okay? Today I was looking at the pro football focus rankings for quarterbacks for a 2021 season. By the way, in those rankings, Taysom Hill is higher than Jameis Winston. And Taysom Hill is going to be playing tight end this year? Yes, sir. Taysom Hill is rated one slot higher than Jameis Winston. All right? But I went and looked at it, and I, I think I've got this right. It's either... Nine of 13 or 10 of, of the top 13 quarterbacks in that pro football focus ranking mm -hmm. were picked uh, in the first round. Their first round draft picks. Right. So, you know, um, and, you know, here's, I, I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to read the tea leaves, okay? The Saints right now, now they might get one next year if somebody mm -hmm. hires Sean Payton and they have right. to give up a first-round pick. But sure. right now the Saints do not have a pick in the first round next year, right? True. Correct. So, and there's, they're not going to get C.J. Stroud or um, or um, uh, Bryce Young from Alabama. Yep. Mm -hmm. The only way you can get the, one of those guys is if they're terrible. And they're not going to mm -hmm. be terrible. They're going to be no. good. Okay? So – that that's probably not going to happen. So right now, at this point, they don't have the assets to trade up to get in the, a spot like that anyhow. All right. So that's that's two things. Number three, you know, if they were so in love with Jameis Winston, their pursuit of Deshaun Watson was dogged. Would you agree? Right. Well, I would agree. They wanted yeah. him bad. Uh, okay. And, and doesn't okay. matter about the baggage. They wanted him. Yeah. Right. Okay. And I mean, you know, when 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 Mrs. Benson goes to visit somebody, well, they want right. you. Okay, yes. so uh, I'm, I'm reading into that. And also, to me, this is the ideal time to take a quarterback, if you, if you like one. Mm -hmm. And I think that they have spent as much time in exhaustive study on these quarterbacks as anything they've ever done. No one's told me that. I'm just guessing. Okay? Right. 
And to me, if you could get a guy like a Pickett or a Desmond Ritter or a Malik Willis, and I think it's I think it would be either Ritter or Pickett, all right? Okay. If you could get a player like that and it only costs you one number one pick and that player turns out to be a very good player, then you've won the quarterback market. Because if you turn around and trade all kinds of picks to get a guy and he's a bust, that absolutely kills you. You know, let's let's look at let's look at all the guys mm-hmm. picked in the top two or three picks who are no longer with their teams anymore. Their original teams. Goff, Wentz, sure. Mariota, Winston. I Winston, can go down the list. Yeah, yeah I mean <laughs> Jameis Winston. Look, right. so my my point is I I think I do think they're gonna take a quarterback. And I've heard a lot of people talk about Carson Strong, but he's got mm-hmm. some injury issues, and mm-hmm. I don't think he's he's on the Saints list. I think it's a short list of a couple of guys. And to me, by being at 16 and 19, here's what you have the ability to do. You have the ability to take either an offensive tackle, I think an offensive tackle, and you right. pick a wide receiver in the second round. Mm-hmm. You could, and, you could, uh, and, especially if the right, top four and, are gone, and, and then and then then you get a quarterback, uh, either a Pickett or or a Willis or maybe a Desmond mm-hmm. Ritter at some point. You get a you get a quarterback, and then all of a sudden, um, you know, you've set yourself up for now and the future. And I think if they don't take an offensive tackle tonight, Eric, the biggest right. winner tonight who will be doing cartwheels and for a guy that big that would be quite a story i think would mm-hmm. be james hurst because oh, yeah um, you better believe because it. Jay, if they don't take an offensive tackle tonight if i'm james hurst okay if i was james hurst i'd be drinking gin and tonics into mm-hmm. the night okay <laughs> <laughs> because I, think, at that. I think that big man will be and and i just have a suspicion that the saints like him a lot all right and one of the reasons why I feel that way is because during the interviews last year, okay, for the media, mm-hmm. and the Saints would, would you know, would bring him out a lot. I just think that they like him a lot. Now, if, I think if they take a tackle, while well, he's still on their team, and he's a swing guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, and if they take a tackle, I'm all for it because this, this is a great offensive tackle draft. Would it you is. agree? I would it's, agree, it's, especially it's the top insane, five. Right. It's an insane offensive tackle draft. But me, I'm just looking, you know, I'm I'm just here. I, I'm like a, I'm like the tarot card reader in the French Quarter, okay? <laughs> and, and I'm trying to read the cards right now, and I think the Saints are going to take a quarterback. I do. Wow. You know, I would not have an issue if it was a second rounder, okay? Uh, uh-huh. If maybe I had to give up a little something to get back in the end of the first round. Well, I just think second. I think I think nineteen is still a little high for these guys. Now look, I'm telling no, you right now. No, I think Carolina's I going for a quarterback, and I think they're gonna they're gonna bite yeah. the bullet. They're gonna grab somebody. Well, Maybe Atlanta does the same thing. I don't thing. know. I don't know if they're gonna. I don't know if they're gonna do that. Uh, my my point on the uh, on the whole. Um, but uh, one more thing I'd like to say about the quarterback. Sure, absolutely. If, I, I look at Desmond Ritter. Okay, and I I went to the I went to the Tulane Cincinnati game in November. All right. Yes. And the one thing I did was I just watched him the whole game. Mm-hmm. I got to admit, I didn't watch the game. Okay. I just watched him the whole game. Right. And, uh, and, and I like him. Uh, I think his arm is strong enough. I think he runs better than a lot of people think he does. 
He's a good decision maker. He's a winner. Plus, if you go back and look at all of those Bill Parcells uh, quarterback commandments, must graduate, must be a senior, must uh, have a certain completion percentage, turnover ratio, the whole bit, okay? Desmond Ritter checks every one of those boxes. And from a leadership standpoint, I think the, the young man is off the charts. So if somehow they wound up with him either tonight or tomorrow, okay? Okay. I yeah, wouldn't I was be glad you said that. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't tonight be seems like a little high. I mean, that's all. Right. I mean, no, no, no. Uh, no, I think 19, I think 19 is high. But you know what? Yeah. Let's just say, here's what's going to happen, though. If he's somehow still on the board at the end of this day, right? And the draft starts tomorrow, you will see mm-hmm. a team. Move oh, up no doubt. Move to, up to get to him. Try, I agree. To try to get him at the top of the mm-hmm. next round. I agree. And, and you know what? To me, this is the perfect time to draft a quarterback because, mm-hmm. because it doesn't cost you a king's ransom, one, right? Correct? Two, no, it won't. Two, from everything the Saints have done, Jameis Winston is, is really on a one-year contract. That's a yes, two-year contract. But he's right. really on a one-year deal. Mm-hmm. Would we agree? Oh, yeah, absolutely. They chased Deshaun Watson uh, more heavily than I pursued my wife, okay? (laughs) And that was quite a pursuit from what I understand. Yeah. (laughs) So what I'm saying is they, they, they have done everything to me. Like I said, if I'm a tarot card reader in the French Quarter, I'd say right. the Saints are going to draft the quarterback. And I'm marking it down, baby. I'm marking it down. Uh, uh, you know, uh, you may not, have half the Saints Nation me, pulling their hair out. If they, if they, if you, you, yeah, you can call me tomorrow and tell me I'm yeah. an idiot, and I might be. Okay, <laughs> and, but And I don't but, mind Desmond Ritter in the second round. I don't. No, I just think at 19, no. man, that's a, any of these QBs a little bit high. Okay, at 19. Yeah, and you, know, you know what? Look, if 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 there was a if there is a um, if there's a great receiver mm-hmm. uh, in there, and the Saints wind up doing that, and they wind up doing an offensive tackle or a defensive tackle, okay, right? Which is a I don't have any right? problem with that. But to me, mm-hmm. the first round, okay, the first round to me, Eric, is about this. It is about getting the player that you can't get in free agency, mm-hmm. and that is big people, quarterbacks, or and quarterback. cover corners. Yeah, That's no what it's about. about it. I would agree. Ed, yep. thanks for your time today. I certainly appreciate you fitting us in. Uh, tell the folks about what you guys coming got coming up for us at Channel 26, and how folks well, can I follow just, you on social media. I just want to remind everybody tonight, uh, we will have all three round, all three days of the NFL draft, right. all seven rounds on ABC, starting at 7 o'clock tonight, 6 o'clock Friday, 11 a.m. on Saturday, and tonight at 10.30, J.T. Curtis will join me. Right after the first round, we'll have a 30-minute draft special. I'll be watching. Thanks for All your right, time buddy. today, bud. See you. Ed Ed Daniels, Channel 26 Sports Director. Again, always great to have Ed on the program. All right, we're going to go to um, uh, Gary Smith in about two minutes. want to remind everybody that today's program is brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, uh, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, and, of course, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Voted number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor, a place where you can go. Uh, whether you go, like today's a perfect night, 
okay, because you've got the draft going, you've got, um, you got the Pels on, you're looking for a place with TV screens, 30-plus television screens for you to be able to enjoy each and every uh, minute of the draft and, of course, the game. Grab yourself a booth, grab yourself a table with your friends, and, again, uh, the, the, the food, fantastic. Great menu for you. Something for everybody on that menu to enjoy, again, from appetizers to, again, entrees, and then the cocktails, absolutely outstanding. Uh, large selection of beers for you. And then, of course, uh, in, in the breaks, you can walk around the restaurant because I'm telling you right now, folks, the memorabilia second none. It's like going to, again, a memorabilia museum of our sports memorabilia. Perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. It's Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Open seven days a week for you for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Uh, and, of course, open late. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, so good. All right, don't forget about Burkhardt now. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Even on a day like tonight, okay, where we got a beautiful day. It's a little bit warm. The AC's not working at the house of the business. You call them. They'll get one of their 15 trucks out to the in the field out to you. Uh, Nate certified technicians doing all the work that's necessary, getting you up and running. Boy, nothing better than when you hear that AC crank up at the Burkhardt's out there working on it. Ooh, yeah. AC's not working? Looking for a new AC? Think Burkhardt, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. We turn our attention to the collegiate game now. Joining us each and every week on the program is Gary Smith from the Wave Report, Noble.com, the Tom's Picayune, and the Advocate. Gary, how are you, bud? Doing pretty well. Busy day for me, though, because I'm actually filling in for the Associated Press and covering the NFL draft tonight. To, oh, to you know, awesome. The last time I did that was 11 years ago, which was also the last time the Saints ended up with two first-round picks and the Pelic and the New Orleans franchise was playing a game six in the playoffs at home. That's why I covered it 11 years ago. <laughs> um, and I understand that Brett Martell's under, under the weather, okay, yeah, where the, the AP well. writer, right? Okay, yeah, I talked so to Brett he, yesterday. Yeah. And again, we wish Brett all, all the best in, in recovering from his ailment. Uh, but uh, that's great news for you, my friend. And, and let's hope it turns out better than it did yeah. uh, in, in, what was that, eight, uh, uh, 18 or 11? 2011. Yeah. 2000, let's hope it did again, because if yeah. I remember correctly, they lost to the Lakers. Yep, correct. I'm trying, trying to think who the two first-round picks were back then. Mark Ingram and uh, Mark Ingram and, and Cam Jordan. The Cam Jordan. Yeah, right? well, it's yeah, Cam Jordan, important. Mark Ingram then. The reason I know it is I packed up my bags and was ready to go, and then they yeah. traded back in and got my – I almost – I would that would have been my last assignment ever for AP if I did actually left. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, yeah. I'll tell you what, that, that's, that's, that's great news. Because uh-huh. if I remember, it was, it was, it was Cam Jordan yeah. and, and, yeah. Uh, and Mark Ingram, which is a pretty darn good draft. Look at the longevity yeah. of two, those two players. So, uh, no doubt about it. rusher in franchise history and one of the best defensive players in franchise history. Yeah, I'd yeah no doubt. I mean, <laughs> yeah. And both will be on that Superdome uh, yep. ring of honor before it's all said and done. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. Um, big week again when it comes to college baseball. First of all, let's talk about Tulane, how they're doing. Uh, yeah. And, and uh, they're first in the AAC right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they, they're a little confounding in that they just don't seem to get up for midweek games when they need to. They got thumped by South Alabama in Mobile on Tuesday, losing 8-1. to one. But the key for them is winning the American Athletic Conference, which they're going to have to do to, to get an at-large bid. The, the, the league is down this year. They're going to have to not finish second. They're going to have to win the dang thing. And they put themselves into position by beating East Carolina two out of three last weekend. They're playing the co uh, one of the three the other co-leader UCF in Orlando this mm-hmm. weekend. But UCF is hurting on the mound. Um, they were dominant pitching early this year against East Carolina. Their Friday starter and their Saturday starter left with injuries early. 
two weekends ago. Um, their Saturday starter is most likely out for the year and definitely won't pitch against Tulane. Their Friday starter probably won't pitch against Tulane. They, 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 they did sweep the worst team in the league, Wichita State, last weekend, but their pitching wasn't good. And this is a, this is a huge opportunity for Tulane. They need to, their bats. When they're motivated, they're one of the best hitting teams in, in, in the league and in the country. And uh, this, is, this is a huge opportunity for Tulane to go into Orlando, win the series, and, uh, and, and, main, and keep themselves in good position to win the league. 26, 15, and 1 uh, are the Green Wave, 8 and 4 in the AAC. As I mentioned, first place for the Wave right now. Uh, looking at UNO, what a huge yeah. win over LSU midweek. 22 yeah. and 16 overall, 8 and 7 mm-hmm. in, in the, in the uh, Southland, but they're third. Nichols yeah. leading the, uh, the Southland mm-hmm. right now, SLU in sixth place. Uh, yeah. But again, UNO, but again, what a, what a big, big win yeah. for, the, for the program in beating LSU yeah. on their home turf on Wednesday. Yeah. Look, UNO has one of the better lineups around. They, they can rake. Um, uh, that's what Jay Johnson said after the game. LSU walked eight guys in that game, and he said you can't you can't do that against a team that hits like UNO. But the real issue for UNO is they've got a great coach in Blake Dean. They've got an incredible lineup, especially in their league. It's all about the pitching, and their pitching has really come up short for a lot of this year. That's why they're not in first place in the Southlands, despite that lineup. And they got an unbelievable performance from Bo, from sophomore Bo Blanchard against LSU. He comes in with one out in the second inning, and Blake Dean said he only thought he was going to pitch you know, two, maybe three innings. He pitched the rest of the game. Um, never pitched more than four and a third innings in his career, mm-hmm. um, and and was just was just terrific. Gave up two two runs. One of them was a meaningless solo home run in the ninth inning when UNO was already up nine to three. Yeah, to put that one in perspective, hey, UNO's beaten LSU before. They beat him twice in 2017, but this was their most lopsided win in the series since 1986. <laughs> that's 36 years ago. Um, that's that's how impressive an all-around performance was, and you got to think that'll help UNO's confidence going into a, what's a huge series at Nichols yeah. this week. No. Nichols was picked last in the league, and they're mm-hmm. first. It's a team. I, I, Nichols is good. I, I think UNO's better. It's just a matter of um, getting decent pitching, and I think you'll be seeing. He pitched a lot against LSU on Tuesday, but I think you'll be seeing Mr. Blanchard at some point in the key situation this weekend against Nichols. He, he was that good against LSU. Since you are covering the draft tonight, Saints on the clock at 16 and 19. Gary, what do you think they're going to do? I'm, I'm, I'm with the convention. I think they're, I think they need to pick a wide receiver and an offensive lineman. Um, that's, uh, I mean, we, we all know their needs at wide receiver. Everybody knows that they, they just haven't invested in wide receivers um, much in, in, in recent drafts. They absolutely have to this year. And uh, with Teron Armstead leaving, they, 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 they can't trust who they have right now. They need to, they, 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 they picked a lot of offensive linemen in the first round. They, they need to get another one. So I, I think that, and I think that's what you're going to see. Obviously, if the board isn't right, they'll go differently. But it, if things go normal, I don't think they're going to trade down. I don't think they're going to do any. I think they're going to pick a, a wide receiver and an offensive lineman in whichever order in, with their two picks tonight. Yeah, that's that's the way I'm leaning. Ed Daniels, who was just on, was saying you think they think they're going to pick a quarterback. I've heard a, a few people say they'll think they'll I'm take a quarterback at, at 19. <laughs> I, I just uh, I, I don't have a problem in the second round. I just I just yeah. think the need is so is so severe yeah. for again a playmaking wide receiver. Mm-hmm. And 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 look, I agree with Ed. James Hurst is a guy that I think is a is a bona fide NFL tackle. Uh, yep. and, and and again, if you if you had to play him, you could play mm-hmm. him. But he's also mm-hmm. a, your swing guy. Can, that can go from different positions. So if you're not going to go, if you're not going to get an offensive tackle in the first round, you better make sure in this draft you get somebody that can swing sure. to multiple positions because that's what they will be lacking. But it'll be interesting yeah. to see again how this plays out. My scenario is is again what happens if the top four of each 
mm-hmm. off the board. And then what do you do? You know, yeah, because, that, again, you, you know, you don't want to duplicate a skill set in a lot of cases of what you have at the wide receiver position. You're looking for kind of a guy that can maybe take the top off the defense. And then yeah. if you get into an offensive lineman that, that you really have to have a couple years to cultivate uh, is, 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 a, is a, de- a defensive lineman that you can plug and play more, of a, more, more advantageous to the team this time around. Yeah, that, I I think that would be the worst case scenario for the Saints. Yeah, I, look, if they have a quarterback that they're really high on, I I, I guess I understand it. But I, you know, I watch college football a lot. I don't think any of these quarterbacks are anywhere close, honestly, to being a first round mm-hmm. investment. And yeah, quarterbacks when they're not, they get drafted sometimes in the first round anyway. And I just I just don't see it. I, but hey, if they if, <laughs> they've got talent evaluators, they're they're pretty good. If they see a quarterback that they really think can be an impact player down the road, then 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 I guess go for it. But I, I'm I'm skeptical to say the least that right. any of these guys will end up having a a really good NFL career. At, at the you, know, you know, Gary, a friend of mine just texted me and, 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 and said, guess there's no faith in Ian Book. And, I, and I've said this since mm-hmm. the beginning. When I look at the quarterback crop, you tell me if these guys are better than Ian Book. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, again, are, are they, are they going to have a better career if given an opportunity than an Ian Book? And that's all I've asked. If you're telling me they're better than Ian Book and that could be the guy that you're, that you're, gonna, uh, that you're going to groom for the next couple of years, well, then maybe you pull the trigger. If you can, you can tell me these guys are not better than Ian Book, who they got in the fourth round, by the way, and that, that yeah. again, that you can, and, and, and that if you groom Ian Book, he won't be better than these, than these players, well, then I think you have your answer there. So mm-hmm. I, I'm interested to see what's going to happen here. Um, you know, they Look, I, I watched this special last night on, on SportsCenter about all these quarterbacks, and by the time I got finished it, you know, I wanted, I wanted all of them. But then, yeah, but then right. I realized, wait a minute, I watched college football all year long, and I didn't see what yeah. they were seeing. No, that, that, that's my thing. And I've been, Look, I've been wrong on the draft a lot of things. I have been right on quarterbacks most of the time. I can go all the way back to Jamarcus Russell. Hey, I was living in Florida at the time. I'd seen him. I thought he would be a huge bust in the NFL. He was number one in the draft, um, and, and, and I, I never saw it in college. I, it, it, either from injury at the Ole Miss quarterback, injury issues, size issues, actually skill set issues. I, I, um, Pittsburgh's quarterback, I, I don't. I, none, North Carolina's quarterback, none of these guys. Nevada's quarterback, hey, Tulane got beat by that guy in a bowl game two years ago. So mm-hmm. I uh, saw him up close and personal, um, and I, I didn't, I didn't see a guy who was going to be a, a great NFL starter down the road. So I've seen a lot of these guys. Of course, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm not. <laughs> In this yep. case, I just didn't see it in these groups. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, look, uh, uh, if, if ultimately they uh, – that's why I wouldn't have a problem in the second round, okay? Yeah, right. But I, have yeah, a prob- I, mean, I, I wouldn't yeah. have a problem in maybe moving back and getting mm-hmm. additional picks, yeah. especially if, again, the tackle and the wide receiver is not there, and then maybe if you want to mm-hmm. pull the trigger sure. in the 20s. But, uh, you know, 16 and 19, right in the middle of the draft, I just think it's a little high for these guys. Yeah, you know, uh, and, you know, it just is. Tell us about your fantastic website, how folks can follow you on social media, and what you got coming up for us in the Picayune and also the Advocate. Sure. It's Tulane.Rivals.com, TheWaveReport.com. Um, I haven't been able to, to uh, reach him yet, but Tulane just got another uh, a transfer in from, from an intriguing prospect from Lamar. Um, no, people roll their eyes when they hear Lamar, um, but the, the guy was productive when Lamar played 
Texas San Antonio last year, which was undefeated for most of the year. He came up big in that game too, so he, he played up to competition. Not saying this guy's going to make a huge difference with, with, with Tulane, but uh, he, he certainly you, you never turn down a, a good defensive tackle. Um, I, I should be able to reach him tomorrow. Um, and right. just that, that's the type of stuff you get at the wave report. That, you, that, that won't appear in the advocate. That won't appear in NOLA.com. That'll only appear at the wave report. <laughs> and again, it's a fantastic website. And look, uh, everybody's looking at May 1st, right? May 1st, the mm-hmm. last day to transfer and to be able to, again, yeah. have, have your eligibility to play next year. Uh, it's creeping up. So again, hopefully mm-hmm. uh, the wave will be able to hold on to their players. Won't, won't yeah. see anybody transferring out. And, yeah. uh, you know, maybe they, fill a couple holes with, yeah. with a couple players before the yeah. deadline uh, was yeah, it Sunday. And, and- and they did lose a guy to the transfer portal yesterday, but if you're going to lose a guy, that's the tight name you want to hear. Keitha Jones, he's their four-string tight end. He, he, yep. he, he was an effective blocker at times, but if, you, if that's who you're losing, and, and, and Willie Fritz has talked about it a lot, Tulane sort of leads the nation in fewest key players lost to the transfer portal in the last few years. And uh, I, I, I think that's going to that's gonna happen again this year. It, it looks good in that front, but they're not losing any significant key parts. That's great. That's great news. Always a pleasure, my friend. Look forward to our conversation each and every week. We'll do it again next week. Thanks for your time. Thanks for having me on the show. At Gary Smith on Twitter. Gary Smith, again, the Wave Report, NOLA.com, the Townspeak Union, and the Advocate. And don't forget about Burkhardt. If you're in the market for a generator, uh, and look, generator sales and service have been hot now for a couple years, but finally, the log jam is over in terms of, again, delivering those uh, generators to, to the um, purveyors so they can get them out uh, to, uh, to, again, the, uh, uh, the companies that, that, that install them. So here's the deal. You call Burkhart right now. You have them come out to your home or your business, sit down and do a consultation, find out what you're looking for in terms of generator. They will put you on the calendar for a single-day install. Uh, financing is available generators. You, you can pay them those generators over time. Uh, also, again, new install quality check after one month. That's what they do with everything they install for you. They want you to be comfortable with, again, the, the, um, uh, what, what, the whatever they put in uh, install for you, whether it's, again, uh, air conditioning system, generator, whatever it is. Uh, they want you to be comfortable with, again, uh, uh, operating it. And then emergency service, second to none, 24-7, 365 emergency service, warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need, and, and again, a specific group of, uh, of technicians that deal only with generators. That's their expertise. Uh, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. For a company you can trust when it comes to generator sales and service, it's Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Today's program is brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Old New Orleans Cookery, Mambo's, and the Hideout Bar, all are open late. All are open, again, seven days a week for you. Oceana's got breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Of course, the, uh, the other restaurants, lunch and dinner. And for coming and get a great cocktail. Uh, but, again, get out there and enjoy a great meal at one of the Oceana family of restaurants. We will be right back. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana group. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. 
It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished? in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe, Causeway I 10 in Metairie. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Mambo's. 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. Okay, easy now. You're teaching your kid how to parallel park. Ouch! (laughs) Turns out he likes to do it by feel. (laughs) Don't worry, eBay Motors has bumpers, taillights, trunk lids, license plate holders, 122 million parts. Pull up just a little bit. And headlights. (laughs) They've got lots of headlights. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. squeals or grinds when you slow down or just isn't stopping like it used to, you may need new brake rotors and pads. Now through May 24th at O'Reilly Auto Parts, get 15% off a set of Brake Best Select or Import Direct brake pads and two rotors. Restore safe braking and save money now at O'Reilly Auto Parts or order online at O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Do you miss football? What about football with no pads? Rugby, a full contact sport involving 15 players on each team. The object of the game is to score more points than the other side. Noah Gold Rugby is your major league rugby team in New Orleans. Noah Gold home games are played on Saturday nights at the Shrine on Airlines. So get your tickets now at noahgoldrugby.com for just $15. Free parking, family fun, live bands, and everything else that makes Saturday night the best night of the week. noahgoldrugby.com. Don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Owned and operated by the Piazza family since 1972, Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs, the best deals on tire. Largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, bar none, and something to fit everyone's budget. Uh, remember, wheels and tires up the 30 inches, financing is available. Don't Also, don't forget about, again, uh, if your vehicle is out of warranty and you're looking for a company you can trust uh, to be able to keep that, that vehicle on the road for you, uh, over at Southern Tire, they have the same diagnostic equipment Pardon me, as the uh, dealerships and, of course, ASC certified technicians to, be able to do all the work for you. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972, it's Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. 
You go to SouthernTire.com to find out more information about everything they have and provide the service they provide for their customers. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972, it's Southern Tire, Eastern Airline in Metairie. Our program today brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, and, of course, um, uh, the uh, Hideout Bar all part of the Oceana family of restaurants. Quick break. We come back. Glenn Gilbo joins us on the program. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Your station for prep sports. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. of Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. 4 to 6 right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. 
what that guy said. iHeart Radio app, TuneIn Radio app, digital platforms, Nash FM 106.1, and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Anchor's our home base. Our podcast is everywhere. Uh, and at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram is our, our, our pardon me, our um, uh, social media platforms. All right, uh, Ro Brown joined me today on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Great to have Ro back on the show. If you didn't catch us at 1 o'clock this afternoon on WLE-TV, 6 o'clock tonight on LAE, uh, 10 o'clock on The Deuce, Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLE on Friday night, Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. We'll have that up on our social media platforms later this evening for you. And, of course, you can always set the DVR because, look, there's a lot going on, right? Pels start six tonight, 6.30, tip-off at the uh, Smoothie King Center uh, against the, um, the Suns. Uh, the NFL draft starts at 6.00. Uh, Saints should be on the clock if they stay at 16 and 19, somewhere around 8.30, 9 o'clock, right up in there, depending on, again, how the how the fast the um, the draft moves with trades, et cetera. Uh, so, again, a lot going on. So, again, set the DVR. Won't hurt my feelings. Just check out the show. Again, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Thanks to Ed Daniels, who joined us in the first hour from Channel 26 Sports. Also, Gary Smith from The Advocate, Wave Report, and TimesPickyAndDoll.com. Glenn Gilbo was about six minutes away. Uh, from uh, Outkick.com. He's going to be covering the Pels and the uh, draft tonight, so we'll find out where he's going to be uh, because, again, anybody that's at the draft is going to be watching the Pels game as well. They'll have that on at the uh, uh, at the headquarters, the Saints headquarters, the media headquarters uh, for sure. I uh, want to remind everybody, today's program is brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, um, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, Mambo's, and the Mothership, Oceana Grill, Voted uh, top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. They're open seven days a week for you. And I'm telling you, folks, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Got to get over there and enjoy the breakfast at Oceana. How many of you guys did it during French Quarter Fest? Can I see a show of hands? Oh, the breakfast is fantastic. Uh, also, again, something uh, on this menu that everyone can enjoy in your party. I can tell you, again, if you got a finicky eater, you'll find something. Because, again, it has Cajun Creole cuisine, no doubt about it. But, again, a lot of American classics on there as well uh, that you'll enjoy. they got a great barbecue rib plate. Uh, again, their burger's pretty good. you got um, uh, that Mardi Gras pasta is fantastic. Uh, again, with the shrimp and the crawfish. Uh, but breakfast, I mean, again, from the world-famous crepes to just traditional breakfast, uh, pancakes, you name it. Uh, again, it's, just, it's breakfast with a flair. really is. And then cocktails, out of sight. I mean, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Folks ooing and, and eyeing when, 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 uh, when they walk out with the cocktail. Oh, what's that? Oh, what's that? You know, again, uh, uh, doing some great stuff with the cocktails over at Oceana and all the Oceana family of restaurants. You can dine in an authentic French Quarter courtyard, beautiful by day, spectacular by night, also dog-friendly. And then, of course, four private, no, five private rooms for your next event. Pardon me on that. Uh, it can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests. Now, they use that for an overflow. So, look, let me tell you, if you're seeing a line at Oceana, that means, again, they're also using the second floor. So uh, they got an overflow for, for that unless there's an event. And if they're doing an event, oh, man, I'll tell you, between uh, well, the, the, the crew there that puts the event on for you, uh, the, the selection that you get in terms of uh, putting together your event uh, and with the food and the cocktails, I'm telling you. And then your steps off Bourbon Street, come on, man, the party doesn't stop. Uh, so, again, consider your next event over at my friend over at Oceana Grill. And, uh, of course, a... Just a unique dining experience for everybody when you head over to Oceana. Well, again, um, perfect for, you know, friends or family getting together, 
maybe again date night, uh, hanging out with that special someone. Also, remember, they deliver in the quarter. Uh, to find out more, including the menu, go to oceanagrill.com. That's oceanagrill.com. You know it by now, right? Oceana Grill, the best time off Bourbon Street. Open 8 a.m. until 1 a.m. 8 a.m. until 1 p.m. for breakfast, 10 a.m. until 4 p.m. for lunch, and then 4 p.m. all the way until uh, uh, the uh, uh, until they shut the doors down somewhere between 1 and 2 in the morning uh, for dinner. So, again, yeah, also the late-night place to grab something to eat in the French Quarter. It's Oceana Grill. All right. Um, well, I'll tell you what. Really looking forward to tonight. I know everybody's got to be fired up. The city's fired up, right? Uh, Pels, Suns, Game 6 elimination game for the Pels. Uh, I expect them to come out uh, with um, – uh, with a lot of fire and fury, and uh, we'll talk about that really in the last segment of, of, of the show today. Matter of fact, I'm going to open up the phone lines at about 5.35 as well to give your take on who you think the Saints are going to pick and what your thoughts on the um, Pelicans will be. It'll be 260-1061. We'll do that. We'll let you know about that. Saints get on the clock tonight at 16 and 19. Hey, some really good news for the uh, LSU Tigers. Um, Jalen Reed, 6'10", 220, two-way forward out of California, was an original signee uh, with, the, um, with the Florida Gators, has changed. He is now going to be an LSU Tiger. Uh, Matt McMahon, again, was left with uh, a barren uh, a lineup. Everybody hitting the transfer portal, which I've said before, I think was stupid. Okay? I mean, I'm just saying it. The grass is not always greener on the other side. It's not. And when, yes, maybe LSU is going to be on probation and won't be able to go to the tournament next year, it is what it is. But some of these guys, and I'll point out one, Sharif O'Neal, which I didn't understand, got the legacy of his father at, at LSU. He, he played some but not a lot for LSU this year. If he would have stayed, he'd been a starter, and he would have played a lot of minutes. He left UCLA because he wasn't getting playing time. He came to LSU, got some. He stays at LSU, gets playing time. Some of those guys that left, I just shake my head at and go, why? Because maybe you're going to go to the tournament. Well, maybe you're going to be stacked on the bench somewhere, too. You know, maybe, again, your team doesn't make the tournament. But if you stay at LSU, uh, again, you're going to have a chance to get some playing time. And, and look, I think that they're going to throw the book at Will Wade. I don't think they're going to throw the book at LSU. And I could be wrong, okay? I think they got some scholarships taken away from them. Maybe one year of, of, of again, not having an opportunity to go to the, um, uh, to the NCAAs. And, uh, and, and then at that point, move on. Um, you know, we'll see how it kind of plays out, but... You know, at, at the same time, uh, I, I didn't like, again, the mass exodus because I just think that kids today, you know, they always think that it's going to be better on the other side. And, and you know, some of these kids are going to find a place to go, and maybe, again, they, they're able to flourish. But some of these kids should have just stayed at LSU and stuck it out. And you're seeing now quite a few players now that are, that are committing to LSU under McMahon, and hopefully we'll, um, this will continue. And uh, there'll be a basketball team that can I mean, not contend for anything, but, like, look, don't embarrass yourself in the first year. That's all. You know, if you get 500, you know, we're, you know, we're, we're popping champagne. Much like the, the Pels, right? Look, nobody expected the Pelicans to be in this position. No one. Especially the way they started 1-12 and 316. Okay? I mean, we were all loading up, ready, ready, uh, loaded for bear, ready, for, ready to go after uh, David Griffin and, and send him again uh, out of the city of New Orleans. Uh, but all that, trans, all that has changed uh, within, a, within a short period of time. We'll see how that, how that plays out for the LSU Tiger basketball team going forward. All right. Joining us on the program now, good friend of mine. Uh, he's a jazz fester like myself. He'll be out there this weekend. Uh, and, of course, uh, I'm not sure he's doing double duty for Outkick or not, but, uh, but uh, you best believe he'll be watching both. Uh, Glenn Gilbo of Outkick.com joins us on the program, talks some Saints, LSU, and also Pels tonight. Glenn, how are you, bud? Eric, you're not going to believe where I am right now. Where are you, Glenn? 
I'm in I'm in line at the fairgrounds to get the Jazz Fest tickets. You get know, the Jazz Fest tickets? Yeah, twelve to, to six today, and I'm in line. So uh, I think I think I won't be at the front of the line until you. Okay. So I'm well, did you just let everybody know you're doing a radio interview right now, and that you'd like not to be interrupted? That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right here. I'm doing a live report from the Jazz Fest for you, buddy. Tell them I'm doing a live radio great. interview. That's right. <laughs> do not inter- do not interrupt. Do not the interviewee. <laughs> Man, what a day, huh? I look. It looks it looks beautiful out here. Perfect weather. I'm sure it'll be like this tomorrow. And oh yeah. And I got to tell you, I was I was around town yesterday too after Mickey Loomis' press conference. Yes. And um, you know, I just hung out. I went to a couple places, looked up a couple friends, went out to eat. And man, the city's just alive. I mean, there were so many people out walking around, mm-hmm. you know, everywhere. I mean, it, it. I felt like it's, you know, it's it's kind of like when things first started coming back after uh, mm-hmm. Katrina. It's like, it's, yeah. you know, it's back again, man. It's, it's energized. Awesome. I think. Oh, yeah. well, it's, I think it's a combination of a lot of things, Glenn. The pandemic. A lot of people feel we've moved past it, right? And, and we got this beautiful spring weather, well, at least for a few more days, right? And 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 people are out in it. But again, I agree with you. People are energized. The Pelicans got people energized. The the, the prospect of the draft. I mean, what you were Wednesday at the square yesterday, right? So again, you had to see some other live music oh, yeah. there as well. Yeah, we'll I, I think the vibe is back in the city. Yeah, and that that thing is like a jazz fest appetizer yep. you know we're training mm-hmm. camp i called it and there's a lot of uh you know there's already a lot of tourists in town just you know the hotels are filled so um it's just an awesome time to be in the city i agree jazz fest 400 between 350 and 400 million dollar economic impact it's a super bowl every year so i mean I, yeah. to put it in perspective it's a super bowl every year so and it's, uh, no, and it's prolonged and it and it never yes. disappoints unless you got some bad no. weather. But there's so many. Unless days. you got some bad. Even then, when you got bad weather, you got some of the crazies out there. They live for it. They want to be oh, mud yeah. people. I'm not sure why, but they want to be mud people. Oh yeah, I never forget. I saw ZZ Top in a in a big time rainstorm. Mm-hmm. And it stopped raining, and you could move up to the front. You know. Yep. You went right up yep. to the. Saints 16 and 19 on the clock. I had Ed Daniels on earlier today. He's convinced they're going to take a quarterback in one of those picks. What are your thoughts? What do you think they're going to do at 16 and 19? Boy, um, you know, I, I, I think they're going to take a offensive tackle or left tackle, you know, maybe trade up for Evan Neal or something like that, unless a, a, a tackle does look like it's going to fall. But I think that's what we're going to do. And then, and then maybe with the second – pick the 19 pick uh you know wide receiver there's uh there's a lot of wide receivers out there i think they can get a good one at at 19 i don't think they're going to take a quarterback uh this year i don't i don't think they're going to do that i i don't think so either um you know some of them have them being mocked you know maybe again a second rounder or so i mean i'm look i'm beauty's in the eye of the beholder the thing that we don't know is we don't know, again, what, what, what beauty is to Dennis Allen, right? Uh, I mean, again, we know what Sean Payton liked in a lot of cases because we saw, you know, 16 years of it. But what, what do we know about, again, Dennis Allen, the, way he, the direction he wants his team to go? And that will be interesting to see. But I think it's pretty obvious at this point, Jameis Winston, in order for him to be successful in New Orleans, needs weapons. And to me, that has to be the, uh, the driving force behind this particular draft. 
protect him if necessary, again, with that tackle. Again, you, you want to you wanna tackle you can have for the next 10 years, although, again, there could be a case made uh, for James Hurst, as, as, as Ed and I discussed that in the, in the first hour. But the other part of it is he needs as many weapons as possible, and that means wide running back. I mean, these are all, again, needs, uh, must-needs for this team, even if they end up filling some holes in free agency uh, after the draft with maybe another rod receiver. Uh, and also, I would say safety is a need as well for this team uh, going forward. Well, the defense was really good last year. And, uh, you know, I don't think they need the same immediate help that the offense does. And, and you never can have enough offensive linemen, I think. And, and you know, they got to repatch that, that position. You know, they, they always have injuries there because it's a contact position. So I think, you know, I would be happy picking an offensive lineman every year as your first pick. I think that makes sense. And, and it definitely makes right. sense this year. And then, and then since you got the second pick in the first round as well, you know, a second pick in the, in the first round, that's, that's a golden opportunity to, uh, to finally get, hopefully get another, you know, a strong number two receiver to go with Michael Thomas. They've been trying to yeah. do that for I'm, years. It seems like. I'm with you. Although you mentioned Evan Neal, look, if they get Evan Neal, um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing a party at the house tonight. Everybody come on down. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and, more than likely, I think I think Charles Cross might be um, um, more of a possibility, but I think still think they would have to probably move up a few spots to get him. Uh, but a lot of people believe that, again, that, um, you know, uh, it's probably going to be Trevor Penning uh, that, that'll be there. Bernard Raymond also could be a guy that, that could, that, that could um, be there when they pick. But then the question is, can you plug and play those guys? And I don't know if you can. I mean, just because Toronto Armstead was able to be plugged and played doesn't mean just because these guys come from a smaller school, they can. Uh, if not, you do have the fallback guy in James Hurst uh, that, again, those guys can learn on the job maybe for a year. But I'm going to be honest with you, at 16 and 19, you need a plug-and-play guy. Those guys have to come in and be able to contribute immediately. And if you got to sit and wait on a tackle for a year, you know, um, you know, at that point, I might go with the player that I know I can start this year that's going to be in the rotation. Well, look, what if what if you can trade your 16 and 19 pick for the number six or seven pick, or maybe the 16 pick and the second round pick to get the six or seven pick and take Evan Neal? I, I mean. Yeah. And then he's your, um, see, I wouldn't have a problem. I, I don't know if I want to give away my second round pick, though, Glenn. I'll just say that because it's forty nine. It's same and again. Uh, but I will say this: if they wanted to, if it was a third round pick, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Yeah. Uh, a first maybe, and a third, yeah. maybe going up to get somebody like that. Yeah. Or maybe. A but first, I want to hold on to that nineteenth pick. I think yeah, again, yeah. you went in and got two picks from the first round this year for two plug yeah. and play guys. And I think you have yeah. to utilize that for that. That's why I disagree with Ed about, about grabbing a quarterback at 19 because that guy's not playing. That guy's sitting behind Jameis Winston. Yeah, and, you know, there's just not like a blockbuster quarterback. So, so I, 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 I've told you before, I would really like to have Matt Corral. But, you know, it seems like he's not quite there yet. But, you know, maybe you could give, a, give your, uh, your, your 16 and 17 next year. No first round pick next year. You do have a second. I will say this yeah. about about Corral and also Desmond Ritter, who Ed, who Ed brought up. I don't have a problem with either one of those guys in the second round. Okay, if you yeah. want to if you want to go second round quarterback and you want to pick, uh, you know, a Corral or or, or, or a, a Ritter, if that if that's the, if that's your two guys that you like, I got no issue with that in the second round. 
Okay, because I still believe that, again, you get a Tyran Matthew to come in and play safety for you as a free agent uh, because they need a leader back there. And there are some other safeties you can get later on in the draft that, again, you can groom. So I would have no issue, but I just I would stay away from the first round. There's no way I'm picking a quarterback in the first round. Well, if Matt Corral is still around at pick 49 in the second round, they'd right. better take him. Right. That would be that would or, be or move up some. I have no problem with moving up for a, a few picks to get a quarterback if you need to in in the second round. Okay? I just think that the first two the first rounds got to be plug and play. Those guys got to be able to come in and make an instant impact. Oh, no question. No question. Because again, let's face it, they haven't been, right? I mean, let's look at the last few first round picks for the most part. And, uh, the, and you know, Peyton Turner was not a plug and play guy injured. You could say Cesar Ruiz was, but but he's kind of a bust at this point. I mean, even though again, uh, you know, he needs a little bit more time and seasoning, so you have to move him to the you know to the guard position. But uh, they need impact players when it com- when it comes to the first round. Yeah. Oh, there's no there's no question about it. Um, especially with with the holes they have on offense, they they gotta yep. they gotta have immediate help right there. I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, again, uh, Pels tonight, game six, elimination game for the Pelicans. Just really started out flat and just didn't have the intensity. I felt like they needed to win game five in Phoenix with Phoenix's back against the wall. Now the Pels' back is against the wall. How do you think they come out tonight? Do they come out nervous? Are they pressing? Or do they come out the aggressor tonight and leave it all on the floor? How do you think this team plays? Oh, I think they're going to explode tonight. I really do. And I think the 6.30 tip is really going to help them, you know, with, with the fans, you know, because they've had all these, these late games, you know. And, and, I mean, that's that's prime time, man. You know, people getting off of work at 5, having a couple of pops, and then going right to the game with no no delay. So, and, and you know, the backs to the wall. They've, they've played really well at home in this series. I mean, the, the, the Sunday game was, was really loud. Uh, so I, I think it's going to be wild out there tonight, you know, uh, and and um, I think, you know, I, I could see them winning this game for sure and, make, and making it go to seven, even though, you know, there's a chance Devin Booker could mm-hmm. play, if not in this game, but the next one. But, you know, they, they've played Chris Paul. Chris Paul's had a couple of good games against them, but they've, they've played him really yep. well, too. I mean, he had four points and. Uh, two games ago, it's career low in, in the playoffs. You know, they just really harassed them and, and bothered him like a bunch of little wasps, you know. Uh, but, he, God, he's so good. He still he still comes back from mm-hmm. it. But, you know, I, I see him doing a job on, on Chris Paul again. And, uh, you know, they, they've shown that they can get back and play an inside game. So, right. I think they got a great chance to win tonight with, with their crowd. The Athletic and ESPN is reporting Devin Booker will play tonight. Uh, despite the, this in the hamstring injury, he's going to give it a go. So we'll see again how that how he how he plays uh, and how much of a boost he can give to the um, to the Suns. But look, you knew eventually that this thing went to six or seven games. There was a possibility you were going to see him on the court. Now the question is, with a hamstring like that, how effective can he be? Yeah, and and boy, I would you know because you're running the chance of him of him aggravating it. I I would try to get by the Pelicans without using him. So then you can mm-hmm. have that much more rest and have him fresh for the next series. Um, although I definitely not play him tonight. Cause then if they lose, if the Suns lose tonight, you can say, all right, well, it's do or die. Now we got, we got to have to play him a little bit 
uh, Saturday in Phoenix. So I, I don't, right. I don't understand the strategy of playing. If I'm Monty Williams, I'm not, I'm holding him out because I know that I got yeah. that seventh game. Okay, I mean, I'm, I'm playing him in the seventh game. Now again, he could come out tonight and put thirty up. Okay, but I'm just saying, uh, that's taking a chance. What it does is it hurts the Pels now a little bit because. Sure. You know, you, what you've been able to do is you've been able to have Herb Jones really lay on, on Chris Paul early and then bring Alvarado in and then use his speed and, and just tenacity to really go after him. Now, again, you're going to have to move, to my, my opinion, Herb Jones to Booker. So that means Alvarado and, and, and um, you're going to have to have a situation with maybe Alvarado McCollum and maybe Graham off the bench covering, uh, covering Chris Paul. Uh, so that changes things, the dynamics just a bit there as far as that goes. Plus it gives them, again, their, their leading score. Uh, how effective well, it's going to be, we don't know. Well, and, and, you know, they might, Monty Williams might be thinking just to get Booker's feet wet in this game. Like just mm-hmm. play him a few minutes, let him work A few up minutes, right. See how he feels and then play him again Saturday or see how he recovers, you know, because that's the main thing with the mm-hmm. hamstrings, how they recover after they play a little bit. And even if he yes. just plays a few minutes, that's going to give a little physical and mental rest to Chris Paul, who was just exhausted at the end of the first half sure. Sunday, if you remember. He had his hands mm-hmm. on his knees. Oh, uh, yeah. So he, he's really been harassed, especially by uh, Jose. Yeah, Jose's been a great – he's done a great job on him. And, again, now, now becoming a household name, not just in New Orleans, but across the country, again, for, for, for his uh, tenacity of the way he's been playing. You like the Pels tonight? I do like the, the Pels tonight. Uh, but I like the Suns in seven. Right. I think that if the Pels get past tonight, again, it's – look, they've, they, 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 they've been playing with house money all along. Uh, it's anybody's game. I, I, I'm just looking to see if they learned a lesson from game six. I mean, I'm sorry, game five. Again, not coming out with the intensity they needed to come out with in that first quarter. Look, they played them even the second, third, and fourth quarters. They come out with any type of intensity and, and physicality and don't settle for those uh, three-point shots early in, in the first quarter, and they're playing like they did throughout this series where, again, they're the aggressor, then, then you know, the, the, we might be talking about an elimination game for the Suns tonight, okay? But they didn't do it. So I hope, that's what I'm hoping to see. They've learned from that mistake. They're still a young team. They're learning their way through through the playoffs. And, that again, that's a lesson learned that you have to take from now through this game and if there's a next game and then possibly down the line, either this series this year or next year. Yeah, they have, they have to start this game the way the Suns started the last game. The Suns right. were much more physical at the beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. They, went, they went to the line more. You know, they hardly went to the line at all two games ago. Right. So that's what, that's what the uh, Pelicans need to do. They need to come out really fast and hard. And, and go inside and, and, and put off the threes till later. Glenn, I did want to ask you before I let you go about the, uh, the LSU spring game. Uh, when I, was, I, I watched it. I know you did as well. Um, I mentioned this all week long. I do not expect Brian Kelly to, to name a starter because, again, it, is, uh, it, it's a, it really goes against everything that we're dealing with now in terms of college football with the transfer portal. But with that said, um, what did you think about the quarterbacks, if you'd rank them in, in, in terms of, of, again, how they look to you during the spring game? Well, I, I, think, I think it was Brennan, Nussmeyer, and Howard, and, and Jaden were really didn't get enough throws or, or mm-hmm. snaps. Um, yes. But, but uh, you know, Jaden is, you know, he can run it. You know, and, and I've, I've changed my mind about Jaden. When, when they got him, I thought he was going to be the starter, but Brennan – really has impressed uh, during during the spring. And he, he just looks more polished, quicker, 
delivery. You know, he looks like a textbook quarterback, especially when he throws deep. And Jaden, you know, he still needs some some work on, particularly on his intermediate passes. So I think Brennan's in the lead, and I think Nussmeyer has either drawn even with Jaden mm-hmm. or passed him. Yeah. Uh, it was hard to judge Jaden because, again, he ran so much, and, of course, they blew the whistle on that. Uh, so you really couldn't get the full grasp of, again, what he can do. Uh, that's probably going to be more game time to be able to see that. But I really was impressed with Nussmeyer, the way he's grown within the last year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, he, I mean, he's, he's a talent. And, I mean, it's the deadline that enter the portal is, is Sunday. Sunday. It looks like right. they're going to keep all four. So they're going to have four. Mm-hmm scholarship quarterbacks and they're going to go into August with things pretty open. I think Howard, if, if nobody's hurt and nothing crazy happens, Howard's going to redshirt. Yeah. So it'll be, it'll be down to three. You can mm-hmm. see, um, and, and, and Kelly does not want to play two quarterbacks. He made that clear. No, so I did. think you're going to see Brennan as the starter. And I think you might see Jaden coming in as a short yardage guy here and there. And, and mm-hmm. Nussmeyer will, will, will just be the backup if, if things go wrong. Jalen Reed, the number 86 prospect in the 2022 class, a Florida commit, has changed. He has committed to LSU. He's a 6'10 forward, two-way forward. Uh, this is the highest-ranked player that um, uh, that uh, Matt McMahon has brought in. And, it, man, I tell you, it tells you, he's been, um, he's been recruiting the heck out of the country right now trying to build a team. Hey, I I got to get – Are you up? You're up? I agree with you. Almost, almost. I agree. I agree with you on Sharif O'Neal. Some of those guys, this was a golden opportunity to get yes. SEC experience, and a lot of them were, who left were backups who are going to stay backups wherever they go. So a lot, a few of those guys, particularly Sharif, made a mistake. But that's a great yep. uh, signee by Matt McMahon, right there. Yep. So maybe maybe they'll be a little, a little more decent than we thought. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hit me on hit me on the text tomorrow. I'm not gonna be at Jazz Fest tomorrow, but I'll be Saturday and Sunday. Hit me on the text of Jazz when you're at Jazz Fest. We'll get together, brother. Okay, buddy. Talk to you later. All right. That's that, that's Glenn Gilbo. Outkick.com at LSUBeatTweet.com. And speaking of the New Orleans Jazz and Harris Festival, hit it, hit it, Rudy. New Orleans Jazz and Harris Festival uh, is uh, at the fairgrounds Friday, April 29th uh, through May the 8th. And of course, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, do you realize the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival uh, is a Super Bowl every single year? $350 million to $400 million instant impact, uh, um, economic impact, pardon me, on the city, on the state, every single time, again, we have a New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival. This year, great lineup for you, as always. Of course, uh, Stevie Nicks, Hot Red Hot Chili Peppers, Luke Combs, Lionel Richie, Jimmy Buffett, Erica Badu, The Who, Willie Nelson, Charlie Wilson, The Black Crows, Billy Strings, Lauren Daigle, Nelly, Buster Rhymes, Trombone Shorty, Nora Jones, The Revivalist, Cool in the Gang, Randy Newman, Ludacris, also Jose Feliciano, Buddy Guys in the House, The Meters, Ricky Lee Jones, Chris Isaac, Elvis Costello, Boss Gags, Ivan Neville, Kermit Ruffins, uh, Tank and the Bangas, also Dirty Dozen, Brass Band, and so much more. Get out there, the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival. Gates open up at 11 o'clock on Friday all weekend. And, of course, second weekend starts on next Thursday. The New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival, presented by Shell, Friday, April 29th through May 8th. We'll be right back. Hi, 
this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgater Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 1061 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgater Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance, where you only pay for what you need. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Delays are going to be heavy if you're traveling on 10 eastbound from Loyola to the airport. Delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. Delays are heavy on 10 westbound from Elysian Fields to Canal, with delays picking back up on 10 westbound from City Park to just before the airport. Look out for delays on the 610 on the westbound side from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge and on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. Delays are heavy if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway with delays stretching from Stumpf Boulevard to the Claiborne Earhart exit. If you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway, delays are stretching from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. And be mindful of accidents on your surface streets, Canal at North Rampart, also Carrollton at Nelson, also Gina at South Claiborne, and Chapatulas at Poydras. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Mambo's. 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. 
you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. till 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Sire, how does fetching your lunch help my career as a stonemason? Well, how else are you going to learn? By stonemasoning, maybe? <laughs> Good one. Throughout history, people have always been undervalued at work. Search salary by major at monster.com or download the app. Show plays a meme in Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Oceana Grill, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Old New Orleans Cookery, and Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. And, of course, the menu, outstanding. Cajun Creole cuisine, and, of course, so much more for you. Uh, you can dine in our authentic French, French Quarter Courtyard, which is on the first floor. Uh, beautiful by day, spectacular by night. You can, see, you can sit up toward the front of the restaurant. There's these beautiful picture windows that overlook Bourbon Street. Do a little people watching. A bar on the first floor. As you head over to the elevators or to the, or to the steps, elevators for yours truly. You click it, go to the second floor. It opens up. As it opens up, you, again, you see more beautiful dining space for you. And then, of course, you have um, a bar that's there. Uh, to the left as you walk toward the front of the restaurant. It is a Bourbon Street balcony for you to go out again to be able to dine, have a few cocktails, uh, jump on the elevator or grab the, uh, the stairway. Elevator for yours truly. Uh, head, and then you head up to the third floor. When it opens up, spectacular. Beautiful, again, a spacious restaurant. Also, again, a great bar for you. And again, as you move forward to the, the front of the restaurant, it's come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Absolutely spectacular. The sight lines are second to none. I mean, just a fantastic. I mean, you could go hang out on each and every floor and just enjoy yourself, okay? Perfect night out for a night out with friends, maybe a romantic getaway. Maybe you're looking to have your next event. Uh, maybe just getting together with, with family. Or again, maybe it's date night. Maybe it's the first date night, okay? Lunch and dinner served seven days a week. Uh, you can find out more about their menu at mambonola.com. And then when you finish up, right next door uh, is, is the hideout bar. Again, great food for you, fantastic cocktails, but also, again, a courtyard setting with a beautiful building over 300 years old that's been totally renovated. And, of course, live music for you each and every night. You can make it a, a night in the 400 block of Bourbon Street between Mambo's and, and also the Hideout Bar. So get out there and enjoy a meal, some cocktails, and some fun at Mambo's and the Hideout Bar, part of the Oceana family of restaurants. Okay. Um, tell you what we're going to do. We'll do two, a couple things. First of all, I want to thank Glenn Gilbo for joining us on the program. Uh, we appreciate his time today, and I, do, I thought he did a great job considering, you know, he's standing in line waiting for tickets. So, again, you know, kudos to, to, uh, to Glenn. Uh, also, again, our, our guest in the first hour, if you missed it, check out the podcast this afternoon, Gary Smith and Ed Daniels. Ed Daniels shocked me. You know, said Saints going to pick a quarterback at 19. I mean, wow. Um, that, that, that really was shocking. But, again, uh, your, your thoughts, 504-260-1061 if you want to jump in. Um, I'm looking forward to a few things tonight. Um, first of all, when you talk about the Saints at 16 and 19, uh, to me, uh, I'll, I'll stay with what I've, I've said all along. you got to go with your needs. Offensive tackle, wide receiver, safety, running back. 
Safety running back is something you can get in the later rounds. There's some depth there. Now, look, if Kyle Hamilton falls to you at 16, you run to the podium. You know, if he's within striking distance and you really like him, maybe you give up a later round pick to be able to go up and get a guy like that. Okay, but I just don't think he's going to be there. Uh, the, the, again, uh, to me, it's offensive tackle and wide receiver. Now, I think they have to be flexible this year. I think they've got to be willing to be able to move up or move down to make sure they get two first-round selections that are plug-and-play. Okay, so that means that if some of these tackles start coming off the board and you don't want to be left with, again, the fifth or sixth tackle there because, again, I think that's too high of a spot at 16 to pick one of those guys, especially if they're, a, you know, they're going to have to be groomed for a while. Um, the wide receivers, suppose those top receivers come off the board. You know, are you going to, are you going to reach down or are you going to trade back? Uh, so I think they have to be flexible. They've never really traded back before. But to me, they're in a perfect position with their, with their first 120 picks. Okay, you look at the first 120 picks, there's five picks, then 120. So they're, they're, they're set up. And then they have some other picks. They, they have some flexibility if they want to package those picks to be able to move up. So, again, I'm not opposed to moving up to getting the best player available at a position of need. But to me, you cannot reach for a quarterback. You just can't. I mean, if they wanted a quarterback that bad, this is not the year to be able to trade back into the first round to try to get multiple picks. You know, this would have been the year to trade this year's pick for, for a pick next year to have an opportunity to be able to have draft capital to move up to get one of those top quarterbacks that's coming out. Now, maybe they've fallen in love with one. Maybe they haven't. But uh, to me, first round should be reserved for, again, plug-and-play players, players that you know that you're going to have, they're going to come in right away and play for you. So, again, it'll be interesting to see, again, how that plays out with the Saints on what they're going to do. Again, I was a little shocked by Ed's comments today about a quarterback. He's not the first person that said this. I've heard this many, many times. The national narrative has been Saints are getting a quarterback, but they're packing those picks to go up. I just don't see it. As far as the Pelicans go, I've been saying it all day. Lessons learned, right? You, you came out, and you didn't come out with the intensity that was necessary, the physicality that was necessary to win in, in, um, in Phoenix, Game 5. They could have put Phoenix in, a, in, in, in an elimination uh, situation. Um, you allowed their, uh, some of their uh, players, well, their, they're still core players, but, they're, but again, these are guys that are, are, are bench guys in some cases, but, but guys that really contributed in other ways. Uh, when, you, when you look at the, at, at the lineup on – in game five, and, and you start talking about Bridges coming up with 31 points. You know, we, we, we talked about the fact that, uh, you know, you had Chris Payne play 12 minutes and 12 points. These guys made an impact on that game. They've been looking for their third score. I mean, you could say, say McGee and, and, and also uh, uh, Aiton have kind of been kind of – you've kind of put those guys together, and they've been kind of the second score behind, behind um, Chris Paul, who's been a facilitator and a scorer. But they've been looking for that third one. And all of a sudden, again, you know, you got Bridges who – I mean, I'm not sure what his average is, but he's not, he's not, he's not putting up 31 points a night, okay? That's Booker-type type numbers. Now, again, Booker's supposed to be available tonight. We'll see how much, how much they play him. Uh, uh, you know, they don't want to aggravate that, that uh, hamstring for the next series, so we'll see how that goes. Maybe this is a bluff on the part of, um, of Monty Williams to get them, you know, the Pelicans thinking about, again, maybe making some adjustments. We'll see how it plays out. The one thing I am worried about, and I said it a little bit earlier, is that if you're, if you're the Pels, you've had a chance to have Herb Jones really kind of uh, put his uh, – his uh, body, lay his body, and his physicality on Chris Paul. You come back with Alvarado, who in a lot of cases is using his speed and his tenacity just to be a pest. And I think it's, it's worn Chris down over the last few games. 
and you'd like to be able to see that. And now, again, to me, I thought the biggest mistake was was putting Booker on Chris Paul early, and then I'm sorry, I'm sorry, putting uh, Herb Jones on Chris Paul, and 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 not and not having him on Booker. Do what do you do tonight? Because you don't want to let Booker get off if ultimately he's going to play. So it's a little bit of a monkey wrench, I'm sure, in the adjustments that have to be made by the Pels. But I'll say it right now, I have nothing but uh, confidence. Uh, that that staff is, is going to do the right thing. they got to get off to a fast start tonight. It's going to be the home crowd. They're going to be standing, waiting for the baskets to go down. Uh, they are going to be a, a crowd that is just waiting to explode. So, again, you got to give them something to cheer for. Don't settle for jumpers. Gosh, when they came out in game five and started shooting jumpers, I'm pulling my hair out, literally, okay? Uh, well, you've got to you've got to the basket, okay? You've got to attack the paint on offense. And you've got to get Valanciunas involved. He was 7 for 11 the other night. You've got to give him the ball a little bit more. It puts more pressure on their fives in, in, ter- in terms of having to defend, and it gets him going. And then it opens up the floor a little bit more because you have to worry more about him. Uh, you've got to own the paint on defense, okay? No second shots. The Pelicans have, have had the rebound margin almost in every single game uh, this year This year against the, 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 the Suns. I'm almost positive they've won every single uh, rebound matchup. you got to own the paint, okay? No second shots. Contest everything, okay? I want to see the good rotations on defense that we've seen. That smothering defense when they're on and they're helping out, uh, where, again, they're, 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 they're switching on everything, uh, to me, uh, is the cornerstone of why they have been successful through most of the year here, is their defense. Pick up full court. Pick up three-quarter court. Make, it, make Chris Paul work having to bring the ball up every single time they bring the ball up. Let them use up some clock, okay, so they have to get into the shot clock late in terms of, in terms of again, trying to get their sets done. And then play with a sense of urgency. I mean, this is it. This is win or go home. The season can end tonight. I don't want it to end. I don't think any of us want it to end, right? want to keep this going for a while. It's been so much fun with Pelicans basketball over the last month and a half. Nobody wants this to end. But you've got to play with poise. Can't let, can't let the, the, cannot let the moment be too big for you. And I thought last game, C.J. McCollum and Brandon Ingram pressed a bit. Okay, They got behind, and then they were trying to press to get their team back into it. You've got to relax. You've got to just play ball. Okay, you can't, You've got to show some poise here. And then share the basketball. When this team is at its best, they're sharing the basketball. They're giving up the good shot for the great shot. And, and you see it. The ball is moving. And when you don't get ball moving, when you go into ISO ball, that's, I think, where you get your breakdown. You play right into what the Suns want to do. And then I think the Stars have to play like stars. I mean, again, C.J. McCollum, Valanchunas, and also Brandon. Those are the three big stars on this team. And they have to play big tonight. Okay, uh, they they got to start on double figures. You got to get a double double out of Valanciunas. He's got to dominate the paint. And again, between the C.J. McCollum's and pressing a bit, it seems. And look, I talked about it the other day, right? Maybe it's a situation with C.J. McCollum, who's been a number two throughout his whole career. Now is a number one. Now he's the alpha. And he, again, he's trying to be able to carry these young Pelicans along with him. And maybe putting a little bit too much pressure on himself. But he's got to have a better shooting percentage than he's had within the last few games. Hopefully, again, that shot's falling tonight for him and that they're not pressing. So the stars have to be stars. And to me, play like you have all season And in this sense. In the sense of you battle to the end. You battle to the end. Uh, you do not give up. You battle to the end. We've seen that even in the last game. They got down early in the first quarter. They were down 12, down 18. They battled all the way back, just didn't have enough to come back on it. I'm picking the Pels tonight, 
don't hate me. Please don't hate me because you know I'm the kiss of death. But I think the Pels will win tonight, and I'm telling you, it's anybody's game on Saturday uh, if it goes to a game seven, even though, again, the, uh, the, 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 the Suns are the more experienced team and, and they'll be at home. Uh, you know, the Pels are playing with house money right now. So hopefully this is a situation where tomorrow we're having, we're having a great conversation. It's one of the reasons why I'm not going to Jazz Fest tomorrow, okay? I mean, you know, you guys know, listen to this program, the last 20 years, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, both weekends, I'm at Jazz Fest. But uh, when, this, when the calendar came out and they had the game six tonight and then, of course, the, the, the draft and then, we're, you know, t- tomorrow, I, I got to be here. You know, we got to talk about it tomorrow. So we'll be here tomorrow uh, for the William Grant family to still this Friday extravaganza to talk about it. But, again, 6.30 tip-off at the Smoothie King Center. Uh, the draft starts at 6 o'clock. About 8.30, 9 o'clock, as we got to figure, 16 and 19 will be on the clock. But I don't think it's out their own possibility if the Saints start to see, well, again, some of the, the, the – of the, Highest rated players on their board start to get off the board and they start looking to see where they are if they don't package a couple picks to move up. And I'm talking about for an offensive tackle, okay? Not necessarily a wide receiver, but an offensive tackle. And then we'll see where the receiver goes. The good thing about the receiver position is, and, and look, we'd love to see the Saints get one of the, one of the top guys, right? I mean, everybody wants to see the Saints get, you know, Jamison Williams, uh, an opportunity maybe, you know, uh, uh, have a Garrett Wilson if ultimately he could fall, even though I think that's doubtful. Uh, you know, Chris Olave is another guy that I think would be a great fit uh, for this team. But um, you cannot reach for a wide receiver. There's enough depth within this wide receiver um, crop that, again, if you had to wait, you could wait. And, and ultimately, again, maybe pick up somebody in the second or third round if necessary. What a great day it is here in New Orleans, though, uh, with, again, a game six at the Smoothie King Center and the NFL Draft having two first-round picks to be able to restock uh, your team. Don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports starting at 6 o'clock tonight. Roe Brown is my guest. Uh, and, of course, uh, we'll have that posted on our social media platforms. And, of course, plenty of ways to be able to catch the program. And don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, even on a day like tonight where, again, so much is going on in the city. If you own a business and your AC goes down or, again, if you're a, um, a residence uh, and you're, you're walking to your home, you own your home, and you're like, oh, my gosh, the, re- the AC's out, call Burkhardt. 15 trucks in the field. They'll get out to you quickly. 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home. They certified technicians don't own the work that's necessary. Truly a company can trust. It's Burkhardt, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, Old New Orleans Cookery, Mambo's, and the Hideout Bar. All are open late. All are open seven days a week. All are ready for you tonight to celebrate. Again, uh, New Orleans, celebrate the jazz. Get out there and enjoy a great meal at the Oceana family of restaurants. We'll be right back. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Group. Eric Ashby with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You gotta get a better aim, pal. Stop. 
You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you're unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoy new terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bears Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. It's Macy's Friends and Family with an extra 30% off special gifts from top designers just in time for Mother's Day when you use your coupon or Macy's card. And take 15% off fragrances, skincare, makeup, and more great gift ideas going on now at Macy's. Plus, Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. Sign up today at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're speaking another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Do you miss football? What about football with no pads? Rugby, a full contact sport involving 15 players on each team. The object of the game is to score more points than the other side. Noah Gold Rugby is your major league rugby team in New Orleans. Noah Gold home games are played on Saturday nights at the Shrine on Airlines. So get your tickets now at NoahGoldRugby.com for just $15. Free parking, family fun, live bands, and everything else that makes Saturday night the best night of the week. NoahGoldRugby.com Oh, you going with a little cool in the gang? Get out of here. A little fresh. All right, it's been fresh to be here. That's for sure. Definitely enjoyed today's program. Looking forward to tomorrow. I want to thank our guest, Ed Daniels, Gary Smith, also, uh, Glenn Gobel. I want to thank Rudy back at the studio. I want to thank you for listening. Thanks so much. Uh, also, the podcast will be up about 20 minutes after the program, for those that missed any of today's program. I want to thank all of our great sponsors. Uh, you go to ericasher.com for a slideshow of the sponsors our, uh, of our program. And, of course, uh, I want to thank our, sp- our title sponsor today, Oceana Grill, 
Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, uh, and Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, the Hideout Bar, all open late, all open seven days a week for you. Get out there and enjoy a meal or cocktail at one of the Oceana family of restaurants. All right, folks, uh, have a great evening. Hopefully, uh, again, go Pels. Looking for a victory. Also, again, don't forget about the Saints. So they're, again, they're, they're two picks. Hopefully, again, they'll, they'll be on top. And, again, coming up next is the Life Resource and Battle Line Sports Hour with Ken Trahan and Michael Green. So keep it right here for that. That's it for me, folks. I'm off to the draft. Check out the draft. Check out the Pels. We'll talk about it tomorrow right here on the William Grant Family Distillers Friday Extravaganza. It's been a blast. Have a great evening. My name is Eric Asher. Thanks for listening. From the dog cat to the governor, you know what includes the mayor. They all got to go. <laughs>